This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. All right, Michael Holvey, how you doing this morning? Hey, good morning, Brian. A uh, little, little weird, actually, this morning, if you want to know the truth. So this, uh, as you have mentioned, this is a, certainly a, a bittersweet time for me personally, but it's also a, a time that I look forward and I see what I think is going to be a, a very, very good match. All right. So we let's, start we start there. All right, well, let's start with the past uh, because as you and I were <laughs> having this conversation a while back, uh, it's amazing how f- time flies, right? Uh, Newhoff family came to this market 16 years ago. 16 years ago. I, yeah, you and I were in a, in a conversation and we tossed a number out and it was way low and we stopped and thought about it and it's, it has been 16 years that we've all been together. Amazing. Yeah. So I think it, it, it's it's worth repeating, bears repeating the, the, the family history. Because I think when you look at the whole story, and sometimes we just, you know, we, and it's great to look forward. I'm, I'm certainly looking forward. But, you, you know, when you look at it from a family sense, you know, the story of Roger and Louise and Jeff and Beth, you, you know, walk us through the history for a moment. Because uh, th- that all points to how we got to where we are today. Sure. So in the mid-1950s, Roger Newhoff uh, bought his first radio station, and he was involved in, in a number of different things, including some work for the government, which you, you, know, you can talk to your audience about. Uh, may have been more clandestine in nature, uh, which is interesting in and of itself, but he got into the broadcasting business in the mid-1950s. And began to build what, at the time, Brian, because of regulation with the government, was one of the larger companies in the country. It was called Eastern Broadcasting, the first uh, iteration, if you will, of the Newhoff family. And then it eventually it, it, uh, expanded into television. Uh, they have been in the Midwest, and, and you know, I'm proud to say that since 1960, so within five years of him starting. He purchased uh, radio stations in Springfield, which are part of the Newhoff family to this day. And a a member of the Newhoff family, whether it was Roger or his son, Jeff, who succeeded him, had continuous ownership of radio stations in central Illinois since 1960. Uh, and there are precious few companies that you know have been able to say that. And so eventually Jeff succeeded his father. Uh, there had been ebbs and flows in how the company was aligned. You know, most recently we had three television stations, which your audience is aware of, with conversations with Jeff and Beth uh, in Idaho. We were the CBS television station for Twin Falls, Idaho, and also the Fox and CBS station for uh, Sun Valley, which was interesting. Uh, very small community in Ketchum, Idaho, and Haley, Idaho, but. There, the billionaires chased out the millionaires. Um, <laughs> but that, it, 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 that was divested um, when Gray Television bought the Newhoff TV properties, which allowed us to buy Bloomington and Lafayette, Indiana. And so our current configuration you know, started in the mid-1950s and evolved to the point of where we are this morning, which is Decatur and Springfield and Bloomington, uh, Champaign, Danville and Lafayette, Indiana. Okay, and, and then uh, Jeff tragically, uh, you know, dies suddenly and so young. Uh, and I remember like that, like it was yesterday. Uh, but 
and you know the company you know I, I remember talking to you specifically where I was standing when I was talking to you on the phone that morning um but Beth comes in uh with the blessing of Roger and Louise right and and then we we move forward and we move on then what happens in and and in order of sort of of Roger and Louise passing away so uh, Roger passes away. Uh, uh, Roger passed away about eight years ago. So uh, Jeff died in 2012, and then Roger passes away. And um, when and then Beth, as you described, stepped right in for Jeff. Literally, like the next day, which was mind-boggling to think about all of that. Um, and then when Roger passed away, he had a very specific plan for his family, as you know, good family estate plan. But then upon the passing of Louise, which was Jeff's mom, Roger's wife, uh, really the matriarch of our company, when she passed three years ago, it set in motion um, the plan that had been long set out within the estate and what needed to happen. And so there's been a lot of things happening to, if you will, settle that estate and finish that work. And the, and really, I mean, I'm going to use the term the very last piece, but I'm not sure that it's the very last, but certainly the the last large piece of it was the the family part of their plan was to divest the radio company from from the family holdings and close out that chapter that began in 1955. And in today's announcement, it, you can draw a direct straight line back from that decision to today. And so it was really set in motion from how the family was going to handle the estate after the matriarch passed. And and that's where we are today. Okay. I, I appreciate that. I, and I hope the audience does too. I mean, because there's context to this whole thing, it, you know, in a day and age where they're screaming headlines about the end of media, you, you know, um, uh, there was a lot of interest in the Decatur and Danville markets. Oh, exceedingly. And this is a project that, you know, I certainly have been working on for some time and, I can tell you that lots and lots of conversation about these two markets specific because of the unique local nature of what we all do. And the the Champagne Multimedia Group, who eventually was the winning bidder, if you will, uh, and, and, our, and the new partner for the, these two markets with the Newhoffs, one of the things, Brian, that I said to you personally, I mean, I don't want to share a personal conversation, but I alluded to that look at what they have done and it's no surprise what's happened in the print business, and it's everywhere, right? Uh, headline in the Drudge Report today about an online publication in Washington that didn't make it after a year, but a lot of investment. What what the family that, that owns and operates the Champagne Multimedia Group has done is the Champagne News Gazette was bankrupt in, under its previous ownership, and it was it had been a long-standing ownership, and the economic stresses of 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 in realities of the world played a factor in that. But the Parado family who your audience and our audience will get a chance to, to know uh, through you uh, saw an opportunity and they stepped in when the paper was in bankruptcy and they saved it and they've made it strong. They've doubled down on their radio uh, content and radio commitments and they are a shining example of what can be done uh, in an evolving world. And from someone who appreciates local content and dedication to community, I mean, these are these are you know pillars of our company, certainly, and pillars of Brian Byers. Um, 
I look at them, and when we started to talk, it was almost immediate, like this would be a tremendous fit as it, they expand in central Illinois, where they are. I mean, they're already here. They understand us. They understand our culture. They understand what's important. And, you know, I, I, I took comfort because I do look at these as my children, I, I will be honest. Um, and as this would be a very good fit moving forward for a lot of reasons. And so that's that, again, to add some additional context of kind of where we are today. All right. And as you mentioned, uh, <clears throat> the radio division, I mean, people who are listening have been listening to the Fighting Illini games, you know, on this station for years and years and years. It's the home of Brian, uh, the other Brian now. <laughs> but there's so much mm-hmm. symmetry there. And, and, and Grant, uh, who was one of ours. Yeah, so the general manager of, and, you know, throw call letters out, WDWS, WHMS, and WKIO, the general manager is the gentleman by the name of Grant Thompson. Grant grew up in Champaign, Illinois. He is a radio junkie like, you know, like many of us. But he worked for us as our general manager at Newhoff Media Bloomington. And that was his first general manager's job. And so he learned, you know, he learned the ropes on how to run a local broadcast operation while working, you know, with the, the Newhoff family. And I can tell you in some of our discussions, Brian, uh, the family took uh, solace in that. They were they were excited about you know having a you know a member of the Newhoff team on the other side as we bring you know two wonderful markets together with them to create something very special. And I and when I told you what was happening, I had mentioned I you know it's great we're going to go from you know Brian Barnhart who is as an affiliate you know, on our radio station to actually being a team member. So Brian Byers and Brian Barnhart on the same team. I know you don't like the nicknames, but the Killer Bees sound kind of cool there. you got to do that every time. (laughs) Uh, So uh, now this is the confusing part for most people because it's federally regulated. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of bureaucracy. So timeline, I mean, it's announced this morning, you know, the agreement's signed, but there's still some months of, of work to be done just to get it to the finish line. Yeah, so here's the backstory. Because we are a federally licensed industry and, and federally licensed businesses, once the Newhoffs and the Parados, uh, again, the Community Media Group is the holding company, the, the Champagne Multimedia Group will, is, will be the licensee to use broadcast terms. Once we've, we've gotten all of that worked out, which we have, as you mentioned, the, the agreement's been signed. And the next thing, and I'll introduce this word, is it's, it's filed. And so uh, later today, the Federal Communications Commission will receive the official application from both parties to move this forward. And that triggers a process that at minimum goes 60 days, at maximum could go 90 to 100 days. But Uncle Sam has to open up the hood, look at all of the materials, look at each group, make sure that this is a proper fit for the communities. Make sure that as broadcasters, uh, the the acquiring company is worthy of having, you know, these assets. That everything is in order, um, and so that there is a process to that. Our listeners will hear announcements on the air stating that this is happening, and will be directed to uh, s- uh, specific websites for additional information or comment comments, if they so choose. We'll also have that on uh, nowdicator.com and over in Danville on VermillionCountyFirst.com. But that's the public notification period in that last 30 days. Yeah. After that 30-day period, then the, the government goes about their work. And, again, it could be 
you know, within 60 days that the government blesses, and, it, and then that term is called grant. So they would grant the application, and then the process could move forward from there. But it, it's not like buying a house where each party agree, and then you set a closing date and you go to work. There's uh, a few more steps involved. All right. So for people out there, <clears throat> maybe a little anxious, maybe a little nervous, you, you know, we've been a huge part of this community uh, uh, for a very long time. Uh, and with you guys for, you know, 16 years, it's still hard to believe. Um, you're, what do you, you've had way more communication with the new folks. Um, you're comfortable with us delivering the role that we've been delivering all these years in this community under this new stewardship. Yes, absolutely. And, 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 and in fact, because of what they've done and how they've gone about doing it, I'm excited about bigger ideas that they have and, and ways for us to, to be even more impactful um, in both communities. And so I am I am very comfortable with this, um, you know, with this match. And again, as someone who's been behind the scenes, having lots and lots of conversations, to me, this was the best possible alignment um, for our brands in Decatur and in Danville. And, and again, as a as a broadcast geek, WSOY, the call letters that means something, right? WDWS in Champaign that means something. WDAN over in Danville. That means something. Um, and then if, you know, WDZ is the oldest radio station in Illinois, uh, third oldest commercial license station in the country, WDZ, three call letters. You don't get that very – and that was 1921. So when Red Grange, Brian, was running free on Memorial Stadium against the Michigan Wolverines in 1924, you know, WDZ is three going on four years old. That. I don't know. That makes us feel really old. But uh, from a from a radio perspective, uh, it, to have all of these brands together is incredible. The Illinois connection is just going to be nuts. Uh, I'm really excited about that. Um, their commitment to agriculture on their radio stations in Champaign um, is. I mean, they understand ag. Like you understand ag. Look at what's happened in in the Decatur Public Schools with the. Um, you know, with the future farmers of America and all that's happened and, and with Howard's very generous gifts, that's a company that understands the, the power of agriculture, too. So there's so many things that line up. And I, can I share just, a, you know, I wasn't going to, I won't go into too much detail on this, but the little karma about all of this. You know, it's amazing how side conversations lead to different things, but this whole thing really got started with a conversation uh, at the again, we're going to tie back to Illinois, the University of Illinois and Wisconsin football game with a, a conversation with a member of their staff, um, their leadership team. And then that led to another conversation, which led to another conversation, which led to you and I talking about them today. But had that conversation at a tailgate party in October at the University of Illinois not happened, we likely wouldn't be talking today. That's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, our, um, you're officially, you're not officially done, but but uh, WEXL is now uh, heading the boat for a while. Uh, starting, where you, you actually kind of joined us on your day off, if you have such a thing. There uh, is no day off. I get that. Uh, I know it's a lot of work, but when do you start at the RAB? I mean, that's, you know, I, I, how do you keep, you got to look forward to that, too. I do, and I've been I've been compartmentalizing that work. To be perfectly honest, uh, my commitment is to the Newhoff team to get this work done. So, to your point, uh, Steve Wexler, who was announced as our interim CEO, when I announced that I was going to 
take on our industry trade association. Uh, so today's the first day that Wex is, you know, the captain of the ship, as I like to say. And he is focused on all the front of the house issues for the Newhoff family and our employees and, and, and teams and whatnot. And I'm focused on the back of the house because there is a tremendous amount of work that is being done, obviously, on the back end of these kinds of things. And we, you know, we will have another announcement uh, before the end of February uh, involving another one of our markets. And then a, a third announcement will likely come in early spring. So I'm working on all of those things until my time is done here, and then I'll tr- hopefully hand Wex and the family um, something manageable, uh, you know, as I transition to RAB. But I've been trying hard uh, to, to not fo- to not really spend much time on RAB, although I keep getting emails and text messages <laughs> and invitations to speak, and I have, I think, four speeches or five five. I'll call them talks. They're not speeches. I'm not running for any office. But talks, you know, already set up at various points around the country, Uh, a staff meeting that I'm already working on when I take, you know, the helm with the industry association. And and honestly, Brian, is you're really in tune to this. And one of the things that I have told everyone, because they keep saying, what are the top three things you're going to do when you hit the door? And I said, "Uh, one, and that's listen, because I want to listen first, but as you know, our industry needs momentum in the right direction, right, and in, the, and, and in the right focuses and understanding what's happening in the space and in our communities and what makes, you know, our industry great. And it's the things like that you do every day on your radio station. It's the things that, you know, I'm, I, I'm proud to see what the folks in Champaign do and certainly what we do across our company. And we need more of that, not less. So uh, ways I can help people think that way in the industry, that's what I'll be focusing on. But there's plenty of work to do in the back end, that's for sure, Brian. But I really appreciate you, and, and, and I'm excited for you personally with what's going to happen and, and the opportunities that are going to be presented. I'm, I'm, I have peace and comfort knowing that you know, our, our brands in Decatur and Danville are going to be well taken care of, and, and I'm excited for the next chapter. All right, Michael Holby, uh, have a great day. Uh, I know it's a busy one. We appreciate you taking the time this morning. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.